Hi, guys. Hey, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing dandy. As of today, when this episode comes out, May 16th, I am actually 30 years old now. Congrats. Congratulations. You're old. I'm old. We all knew that. Matthew's older, though. I'm old. I'm ancient, though. That's what really matters. It's just that Matthew's older. That's right. He is older than my oldest cousin. Yeah. All right, enough. <laughs> Let's get... Enough making fun of Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, no. My uh, my birthday was this past Friday, May 13th. Quit doxing yourself, Sam. I'm friends with half the bunch of people who listen to this on Facebook. They already know my birthday anyway. <laughs> yeah. You're on Facebook still. That's really how we know you're old. Yeah, sure. I'm not even on Facebook. I mean, come on, Sam. I have a MySpace. I also have a Facebook. That doesn't mean I use either of them. Of course, this is also coming from me, who hasn't used my Reddit account in, like, 12 years, so... Well, that's just all positives there. Yeah. 12 years clean. I do have Tumblr, though. Still on the hell site. That's just, uh, that's just the nature of the hell site. Wait, is Tumblr hell, or... I figured it'd be more like the Abyss. It's a hell of their own making deliberately to keep people who are emigrating from Twitter out of it. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Twitter is just Abaddon because it'll com consume your soul. I have a question for you guys based on a conversation that we had in the middle of last week's episode. Which is, which book is consistently the worst book of a six-book Pathfinder AP? It's five. Book five. You guys say five. It's Consistently four, five. a non sequitur to the entirety of the rest of the AP. And see, I've had that happen with book four of APs mostly. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Book four has been the hardest for me to get through to slog through. Most APs, like four and five, tend to suck just because, like, they have a real cl clear picture of where you're going. And they plot it out well for, like, three books. And they're like, yeah. Here's where you're going, here's all the plot threads, but then they all tie up a little too neatly before book four or five begins. And they're like, man, we need to really throw a wrench in here to stop them from just going and slaughtering the BBG. So then they send you on a two-book tangent. In my case, because I played through, as of this point, uh, Kingmaker and up through book five of uh, Iron Gods, book four of Kingmaker was like, you built your king, you explore. Then book two, you're building your kingdom. Book three... Your neighbor is being fucked with by a Cyclops Lich. Fix that. Book four. Sudden barbarian existence. Book five. War with your neighbor. The one that was previously getting fucked by a Cyclops Lich? Different neighbor. Different neighbor. neighbor okay. to the west. The technically fucked around and found out is book five of Kingmaker. Oh, okay. See, no, no. Suddenly, technically, it's the non sequitur there. You, you kind of buried the lead. No, no, the, 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 it's not, the, the technically is not sudden. He's, it's, the, the, the book boss is a guy who escaped, killed the technically League agents, escaped, and is now using tech in the River Kingdoms. Yep, and also, Iron Gods, another book four nonsense. Yeah, I was about to say, at Iron Gods, it's problems in Torch. Go fight an evil AI. Go fight a former technically League wizard. Aliens. Overthrow the technically League. Stop the villain. I don't want to get too spoilery for War for the Crown, but, like, literally the book five non-sequitur in War for the Crown is, congratulations, you're on another plane now and there's nothing you could have done to stop it. Now you're running for local office. I think book four and five are, like, equally, like, non-sequiturs across APs. Like, they, they swap it up, but one of those two is always the non-sequitur. Karen Crown actually manages to make book four and five related non-sequiturs, just because I'm prepping that to run. Book four, Cthulhu Mythos. Book five, 
you're back on track, but also vampires are here now. I liked when Starfinder started doing three book APs because then the non sequiturs stopped happening. Yeah, having each book be one act like that really helped a lot of people. I feel like we forgot one of the most important book five uh, non sequiturs of all of them. What's that? Book five of Reign of Winter. Oh, yeah. Right. The worst kept secret in all of Paizo. Yeah, yeah. We just go to Earth. What? Isn't book five literally just called Rasputin Must Die? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. The guy who wrote book five of Reign of Winter is Brandon Hodge. He also wrote a bunch of horror things. Feast of Ravenmore, Shadows of Gallowspire, which is book six of Carrion Crown. The House on Hook Street, which is another one of those murder mystery horror modules. Well, but this guy, Tim Hitchcock, I want to, like, sit down and share a Mountain Dew Code Red with him. Like I'm doing right now. What the rest are you drinking? First, we'll I'll get to that, Matthew. Uh, I'm drinking another whiskey and ginger ale. Uh, Brandon Hodge also created all of the iconic occult classes. Uh, the iconic medium, uh, spiritualist, and the cultist. Happy to share a Mountain Dew with you. Booze wasn't agreeing with me today, so uh, I'm having a voltage. Nice. Booze also was not agreeing with me, so I simply poured some gin and some hot tea and let it evaporate, so I'm having a proper English. Nice. You guys want to fight a Morlock Barbarian? Yes! Well, I don't think we Let's have any well choice now. His back. That's, oh. <laughs> you don't. Roll for initiative. Look, I tried to let someone else talk to him. You actually took too long talking to him, so he got mad. What is this Morlock Creeper? going to do he's gonna pull a dagger off of his belt he's gonna move here and he's gonna throw a dagger at isaiah sam i demand his token be replaced with the creeper from scooby-doo now <laughs> right he's gonna throw a dagger which is gonna take a minus two because throwing daggers only has a 10 foot range increment but it does crit 19 to 20 got a 19 uh 38 to hit that's a critical threat. Uh, don't confirm with a 21, though, against Flatfooted. Right. But he'll hit. Uh, he is within 30 feet, and I think I satisfy the ranged sneak attack requirements with that. Since I am Flatfooted. Yep. Ranged sneak attack has always been something that eluded me. It just has to be within 30 feet. Don't worry, I got garbage damage. That is 7 sneak attack, 7 points of dagger damage. So 14 total. And he has thrown one of his two daggers. It is time for Anuk Tog, who is going to rage and is going to 5, 10, 15, 20 up to Isaiah. He's going to make a swing with a natural 5. What's your flat foot at AC? 29. I miss. <laughs> Thank God. 29? Uh, 28, actually. Holy crap. You don't get to judge us for having high AC when yours is 11. <laughs> that colossal serrated axe that looks like it's just made for butchering people. Is it a butchering axe, perhaps? Yeah, it's a butchering axe. It just slices a chunk out of the wall. And that is his turn. This creeper is now going to throw his dagger. Miss. And it is Jerhau's turn. He's going to get here and he can't really get in yet. Uh, so he's going to wait until he can get into the fray. This creeper is also going to throw his... Uh, actually, this creeper is not. He's going He's going to move to the side of the door. As I, you see the creepers that are in the room move to sort of flank the doorway. 
Maldrix, it's your turn. You can punch this guy right in the dick. Cool. Right. Uh, <laughs> Spell Combat's a minus two, right? I feel like I should know that. Yeah, it's a minus two. Cool, cool, cool. I don't have to cast defensively because I've got partial cover from the wall and he has partial cover from me. I don't provoke an Aeon. Yep. 12 plus 14 is 26. And I'm going to go ahead and use a swift action for arcane accuracy as well to give me an additional plus two. So that will be 28. 28 is a hit. Listen, if 28 missed on a barbarian, you have other problems. <laughs> yeah, seriously. 30 damage. 15 of that's cold, I think. All right, that doesn't matter. Uh, as you punch him right in the chest. I mean, I've got more attack rolls, baby. Yeah, you do. Hit me. 26. 26 is still a hit. Woo! Listen, if, again, if 26 was a miss at a barbarian against you guys at level 9, we have bigger problems. 30 damage again. Save damage. Nice! Woo! 60 damage right off the top. Uh, in the third attack, of course. Because you have your uh, spell strike now. Yeah, I was already. I already used that one. I, this is my iterative of it now. Twenty-one hits, right? Twenty-one hits. Eighteen plus nine, twenty-seven points of damage. Eighty-seven points right off the top. Ice. You did how much damage on the third attack? Twenty-seven. Yeah, you did a lot of damage on the first shot. Holy shit! This is why I go consistent damage, Magus, instead of Nova, Magus. Yeah. <laughs> Reasonable. Gareth, you're up. Okay, so. Gareth is going to reach out and touch Britney Spears and Bane it. Bane what? Uh, the Morlocks. Alright, Bane Monstrous Humanoid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's going to then use Dimensional Hop. Get out of everybody's way and into here. Okay. That's a he's decision. He's invisible. I want to remind you. You're right. Before I do that, though. So swift action, using the quick and metamagic rod I have, I'm going to cast Prayer before I go. Alright, everyone has a plus one to hit. Then, I'll come in here, down to here, as, as move action. Yes, you can tele you teleported into the room where the Creepers and the Barbarian were. To the south of them, while invisible. And, Isaya, you're up in front of the Barbarian. Isaiah's just going to set this guy down. Just plant him firmly on the ground to set up for Retha. So, make my trip attack. Does a 30 succeed? On tripping? On tripping. That's a great question. Let me tab over to his defenses. His CMD is exactly 30. Beat it, beat it! He is tripped and prone. This poor guy. Into defense mode. Unfortunately, because you attacked him, uh, you take lose you you lose 500 attack and defense points. Oh. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, naturally. Then I'm going to smash him now that he's on the ground. I would like to issue a correction. Um, it is only 500 attack points you lose for destroying him by battle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 28 to hit with the iterative. That'll hit for 24 damage. I really should have made this guy an invulnerable rager so he had DR, but... <laughs> Anyways, that'll set up Retha nicely. Yes, it will. Yup. Retha. 29 to hit, first attack. Yeah, that's, that'll still hit. 23 piercing and 5 acid. Uh, 3 bane damage, I rolled like trash. And your second attack, and then all of my guys go again. 21. That hits, he's prone. Hmm. Fair enough. Great. 34 piercing, 3 acid. And 10 bane. 
Yeah, or Megan can just drop him now. I, I figured this combat would take maybe most of this session. I did not think this would take long. With how front-loaded the, the initiatives were, I was like, maybe they have a chance. He's gonna get one attack as he moves up. Then he's gonna get punched, stabbed, and knocked to the floor instantly. Yep. Exactly what happened. It's just too bad I'm not the one in the doorway, so they can't just skewer themselves on their, my spear as they try to walk up to me. I had a good time with that in uh, one dungeon in War for the Crown where there was just guys that would charge in at me, and I was like, I have a looser hammer. I'm just going to try and one-shot them all. Oh, you also did that on floor one when the goblins charged at you. Mm -hmm. You just held yep. your spear out and they stabbed themselves. You just don't have the combat reflexes to make that really work. I want you guys to know how spicy this guy's damage was because you killed him. He did have a butchering axe and Reckless Abandon and Rage, who's doing 3d6 plus 25, a, a hit. Yup. And he had iteratives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go to sleep. Yeah, oh, I'm glad he's dead. That's... It would still yeah. be hard for him to even have health breath, though, with one attack. He pretty good much he has could have taken out Isaiah in a round, though. If he crit, it's a times three. That'd be 96 plus 75. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this creeper says in undercommon, the leader has fallen. And he sheathes his daggers and bow and kneels, and the rest do the same. So what? I'm their leader now, or looks at Maldrick? Well, I did most of the damage, so yeah, he's got <laughs> who understands undercommon. Only Maldrick knows undercommon, though. Maldrick and Gareth both understand it. Okay, so Gareth, they have uh, sheathed their weapons and kneel uh, in deference to, uh, you know, the whole might makes right that society. That is so sad. I was going to summon a dinosaur in here. Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> they pick up Anuktog's body and lay him to rest. Like, just sort of lay his body on one of the, what looks to be like a bed of rocks. Do you think I could take that weapon? We are not strong enough. You have won it in combat. Actually, they don't say that because they don't know what you're saying because you didn't say it in another comment. I'll point and look expectantly at Maldrek. Uh... Maldrick says, uh, yeah, so uh, can we get his weapon now, since might makes right and all that? Two of them have to carry it together to bring it over, because they are not physically strong enough we to We win his it. weapon in glorious melee combat. I'm going to detect magic on the guy's body as a whole. It is a plus one vicious butchering axe. Oh yeah, I forgot about the vicious on there too, so... Um, Isaiah's favorite. He has a plus one breastplate and a plus one vicious butchering axe. And they say in Undercommon, we will resume our post against the fell beast below. And he grabs his dagger from when he like, he just kind of walks up and is like, may I have my dagger in your shoulder back? <laughs> like, like, rip it out. Uh, he just kind of points at it and looks at Maldrick. Isaiah just rips it out of his shoulder and is like, ugh. I, I give it a little twist and then rip it out and it's like, give it back to him. When he says he's going to resume his post, I give him a thumbs down, which is an undercommon thumbs up. He looks at you and he raises, he extends his thumbs down as well. Undercommon should be uh, henceforth denoted with an Australian accent. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to resume our post here. actually a large enough room. I was going to have a pet dinosaur. <laughs> so mean. It's going in my notes. Gareth is sad because he couldn't summon a dinosaur. Uh, actually, Gareth, as you saw, there is in fact a door. I was gonna let them know. That's here. why he walked out here is to tell them. You're invisible. They don't know you're there. Isaiah does. 
Oh, Zayek's got, yeah, because you got seen invisibility on invisibility. Just basically always up. Declan starts translating. He says, yeah, guys, there's, uh, there's stairs. They said the stairs down are over there. Ah, good to know. And that there's a lot of things on fire that emerge and try and kill them. Well, we'll trust you to- Fire. Fire! We'll trust them to keep this place guarded until we return. Yeah. And if you want to know more about Floor 10 by Wesley Schneider, uh, finish this floor and go down. <laughs> Let's go finish the floor. What? Uh, you continue down the hallway. Uh, so, before you go down the hallway, let me also read what else is in this room for you guys. Because to the north is a door. They said that's where the stairs down are. And to the south, it is just an antechamber that just connects to other rooms. There's no uh, special things about that room. It's just a chamber that they broke into and built doors for. Do you guys have any questions for them? Where's the Lady of Vines? Thorns. Mistress Thorns. Mistress of Thorns. The Mistress of Thorns in the spire chamber. <laughs> and uh, she's got some weird gelding dude with him. Some weird what? Golden dude. Ah. Some kind of wizard. Name sounds like, uh... Clarkosh? Uh, no, that's not it. Uh... Yeah, that's right. Coleslaw. Yeah, Clarkosh. Do we want to just go handle them? Yes, 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 yes. We need to take care of Clarkosh. Yes. Isaiah, you saw the spire chamber earlier, right? You saw it from, uh, this opening up here. Okay, I was looking back in my notes, though, for what what uh, Clarkosh was. What buffs did we get? I don't know. You need to talk to me about whether what... Uh, is prayer rounds or minutes? Rounds. rounds. Over. Okay. okay. That's all. So that's don't worry, that's a swift action. Ducklid yeah. will have his uh, monstrous physique ready to uh, turn you into the Uranies again, I think. A Uriel, or a, a, do you want to do the Scorpion? The Gertapalu? Uh, let's do the scorpion one, because I love the scorpion thing more. Bull's strength would probably be nice, but I don't know if Gareth can do that or if Declan needs to. Well, Declan gives the plus six version. Uh, two bull's strength from Declan for Maldric and Retha. So we can actually cast it on Isaiah too. Does anyone have haste still? Oh, he I has haste. Bless, I could do blessing of fervor, but haste works. Uh, so Retha, I think your heroism would have burned out by now. Uh, I think they're extended, aren't they? Oh, they are extended, so yeah, they're fine. Marching order, everybody. Maldrick, don't forget, you have a plus six bonus to strength thanks to Declan's brand for strength, Peter Bull's strength. Retha's gonna be in front, right? Because. Just so you know, I'm casting Eagle Splendor. So you're giving yourself a plus four no, wisdom Christmas. bonus. Oh, I'm sorry, I was thinking of Owl's, uh, the Owl one. Yeah, okay. Does that, but, so you, because you only have a plus two a charisma headband, right? Exactly. No, I have plus four. Oh, they don't stack. They, they don't oh, stack. They're the same thing. I'll let you swap it out. Gareth would have known that. Woody! Declan would have told him. Declan would have Declan told him. Declan would have been like, stupid. Stupid. You gotta think with your brain, not with your desniness. It doesn't really matter. It's a second level spell, and Lord knows I have a lot of spells right now. Just say it's the one you burn to cast your spontaneous cure moderate, and you're fine. I think that's the fairest way to do it. So wait. Yeah, did, I, like, yeah. did I get a Bane, too, or just everything else? Everything else so far, because uh, Gareth has to be next to you to Bane it up, but... Uh, as soon as you're going to open the door, I'm going to do it. There's no door, it's just you run down a hallway. And Jared's like, I will join you! Wait, no, he's low on health. Let Retha go first. Yeah, I was like, he can go behind me, because I'm... Not only am I now big, I have a lot of health. 
big, big with Retha. like you are Retha is like thick with like bee. six C's. Yeah, it's the emoji B. Big. Oh yeah, you have a reach weapon. You should not be going in first. Oh yeah, okay. Let the uh does the Nephilim guy have like he's not healed to full, right? No, he's at a uh, thirty-nine hit points. Can we like heal him a little more before sure. sending him in I'll first? Him up. Thirty-one hit points back. Do we need more charges? Forty-one. 31. All right, that puts him at seventy. Out of a hundred and eight. Uh, twenty-six this time. All right, that puts him at ninety-six. Yeah, That's pretty good. That'll be fine. So eight charges. Can someone take care of that on the one? Yeah. Cool. And uh, Jerhow charges in. This Morlock is completely confused and immediately gets cut in half as he starts running at decks like, ah, 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 shit, and casts haste on everybody. But surprise round, because you guys are charging in while they're all, uh, well, whoever you see Quote is not. charging. Jerhow is going to swing his sword, the Scion of Regathiel, for a fucking vital strike bastard sword attack, because it's a surprise round. He has vital strike? Yeah, I gave him vital strike. You can strike my vitals any day. He's on your side. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> episode 69 is not actually a beach episode. It's just Maldrick x Jerow uh, romance encounter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I rolled a 17 on die, which is a critical threat. Yes, Reth is large. You're standing on her, uh, you're standing in her square. Uh, 17, which is a critical threat because uh, improved critical bastard sword. Confirms with a nat 20 on the uh, vital strike hit. So this is going to be 6d6 plus 44. That's a dead Morlock. That's 17 on 6d6. That's sad. That's so sad. Plus, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 66 plus uh, 44. So 17 plus 44 is 61. He's still standing. But it is also surprise round, so Gareth, you want to do anything? Yeah, just move. All right, uh, Retha, you want to stab this guy to finish him off and kick off this combat for real? Well, Azai, you actually got to turn first. I assume you're gonna delay so that I can get in there. Oh yeah, well, but you can get right there, twenty feet in, because Retha's gonna have to stay at reach. Okay, then yeah, I'll just move around Retha though, and then Retha can stab. Stab. I can only stab the one guy, right? Like. Yeah, you get one stab. 33 to hit. Yeah, he has uh, 27 hit points left. I think that's your static. My static is 23, but yes. 28 with my piercing 5 acid. As he screams to death, you hear what can be described as soft, violent cackling, and walking around the spire, flanked, well, not really flanked, but... Uh, Two Morlock creepers around the corner in, a, in the, this position. They're actually sharing a square because they can. And then walking out with them, the Mistress of Thorns, who looks at you, looks at the carnage, smiles, and says, Hello there, children. Let's make a deal. And we'll see you in two weeks. I'm going to punch you, Sam. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I think it's very I, like, fair. I'm too smart to make a deal with you. Isaiah, mm -mm. mm -mm. he called us children. <laughs> 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 uh, goodbye, everybody.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at Bar Dungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash dungeon dive bar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirwolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.